0: People of God, let me tell you something. When God created man, he placed on his head some hair, two eyes, a nose, a mouth, and two ears. Am I not right about it? Anybody here don't have any of those? I would love to know because I've seen it on your face. And so I'm just asking right now in the name of Jesus that you tell me if you don't have two eyes, a nose, and a mouth, and two ears. So please allow me to concentrate on the ears, Brother Allen. I I want us to concentrate there because uh, even when your ears are translating words for our hearing and, and for our words are being translated for your hearing, the message can get mixed up. Fred, you see, God intended for the ears to be used as an extrasensory organ in which man could hear and respond to the commands of God. I know y'all are behind your mask, but I would appreciate a few amens every now and then. Amen. This was done to ensure that man could and would Invoke the primary purpose of his being. I hope you know what that is. That is to serve God, to please God, and most of all, praise and worship God. I got any witnesses out there? You can holler through your mask. I know it's hard, but that's all right. Let me prove it to you. Rico in the Garden of Eden in Genesis 3 and 9. God spoke to Adam and asked him, Adam, where are you? And then if you back up to Genesis 3 and 8, the Bible says that they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And in verse 10, Adam says, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid. Because I was naked and I hid myself. Isn't it so interesting that God created ears to hear? Because as we can see, Adam readily responded to God's call. Later on for you Bible scholars out there, he called out to the young prophet Samuel. Who heard God call him a few times. And. And in First Samuel 3, 9 through 10, several times he called and then finally Samuel responded. So Samuel went forth and laid in his place. And the Lord came and called at, a, at other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, speak. For thy servant heareth. I hear Syria over here listening as well right now. <laughs> and in the book of Exodus, on the back side of the desert, Moses stopped what he was doing. Stopped tending the sheep and the goats and uh, uh, for his father-in-law and and the Bible says in Exodus 3 and 3 that when God saw Moses coming near the burning bush, he called him by name. And Moses answered, CJ, here I am. And y'all know the story how God spoke to Moses and detailed out the the, uh, the greatest miracle escape plan. By the way of the Red Sea that this world has ever seen. Anybody ever had an escape plan set up by God to get you across your Red Sea? Somebody's had some issues every now and then. And they got to the Red Sea and said, Lord, what am I going to do? And God spoke to you and told you how to stretch your rod out across the water. And let the waters divide in front of you. Those waters of of life that get in your way. Long, sir? Yeah, I know this is this is not in, in my sermon, but I get carried away every now and then. Because I think about how good God has been. Not only did God give us physical ears, though, to hear his word. But he taught us how to use our ears spiritually. With spiritual ears, Pastor I, we can clearly discern what the Holy Spirit is saying to us. In fact, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit will make groans for us. If you look in Romans 8 and 7, it tells us that what should bring us even more comfort is that as the Spirit groans with us and for us, He groans in accordance. With the will of God. That is in the Trinity, uh, Minister Karen, with the the Father and the Son, it will do auditory functions that we cannot hear physically so that we can understand what the will of God is for our lives. I hope there are some witnesses who are tracking my statements right now. Physically, there are three distinct parts of the ear. The inner ear, Pop and Graham, the, the, that is responsible for the translating of the messages and sending them to the brain for interpretation. There's the outer ear, the only visible part of the, the ear, because it sits on the skull and it's responsible for collecting and guiding sound waves to the middle ear. And the middle ear is the air filled cavity that turns sound waves into vibrations and it delivers them to the inner ear. Oh God is a complex God. Uh, He lays it out just so and, and, and so these ears they play an important role in our hearing. God in his ingenious creation of man took These three parts gave us the ability to take the sound waves that enter the outside of the ear, vibrate them, and send nerve impulses to the brain. That helps to interpret the sound. Now we come to the Advent season. And knowing what God intends, we want you to know that hearing is important to our faith walk and our faith talk because Romans 10 17 tells us that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We have to keep our spiritual ears on because contrary to popular belief God is still speaking. If there are any witnesses out there, just wave your hand. God is still speaking. But not only is he still speaking, but he's speaking in such a way that he expects us to be listening. He's still putting his still small voice out there. And and, and he is expecting that we are obeying. Can I get a witness out there? It's our hope that you're listening carefully because... Just like he talks to us, he will talk to you. Am I right about it? If so, say amen. Amen. And the question we present to you today is, will you be allowing God's auditory vibrations of amplified speech to affect your hearing so you will do his will? Will you let God's auditory vibrations of amplified speech Speech and tympanic intensity shake your future and your destiny. And will you continue to tune into God's channels uh, of information like the radio, like uh, Facebook, like uh, any of those uh, social media things, even the TV, so you can hear his every command. So we come to you this morning with the question song. It was written at the height of the Cuban Missile Crisis. As a songwriter was invoking the spirit of Christ, Sultan, and offering a prayer for peace. And in this title of the message of that song, and our message to you today is, Do you hear what I hear? Do you hear what I hear? Do you hear what I hear?
1: So the question is, do you hear what I hear? Uh, So let's examine some of our Christmas related stories. Um, I've read for your hearing the story of uh, Zechariah in the book of Luke. Uh, um, But the the scripture says that a messenger of God came to him while he was on duty at the temple and told him that he and his wife, um, I'm talking about his old wife now, I I'm not talking about the chick on the side. I'm not talking about the young thing down the street. I'm talking about him and his old wife um, would would give birth uh, to the forerunner of Jesus Christ. Can you all imagine what an assignment um, that was coming Zachariah's way, Um, that that this this baby that they would eventually have uh, would come to bring others to the kingdom of God, uh, that he was going to be so bad and so filled with the spirit of the living God that he will gonna have a spirit like Elijah. Oh, I know that was a whole lot to take in, Pastor Keith. And now Zechariah, Zachariah, was with the other priests in the temple doing their business. And when he started hearing from the angel Gabriel, and he asked Gabriel, he said, Now, how could this be? How can I be sure that what you are saying, what you are telling me, is something that is going to come to pass? And I love it in the text when Gabriel says, Well, I am, I am, I am the one who stands in the presence of God. Oh, don't you love it? Oh, somebody needs to know that you heard something from somebody who was standing. Sending, uh, hallelujah! In the presence of God, uh, you know what that means. Uh, that means that 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 God didn't send anybody. Uh, God didn't trust just anybody with the message, uh, but He sent somebody uh, who had been in His presence. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh! Somebody needs to get that. Um, you see, I have been sent. Uh, Gabriel says to speak uh, this good news in your hearing. Uh, but because, but because my words fell on deaf ears, in other words, because you didn't believe my message that I came, I who had been standing in the presence of God, I came with a message and you did not believe it. You won't be able to speak until this happens. Well, I I studied that and I looked at that and I said, well, you know what, God? I'm so glad, I'm so glad that any time I had a doubt in my mind about something you said, that you didn't take my speech. Oh, I know somebody out there feels like I do right now because there were times when you doubted God. Aren't you glad that he didn't punish you and everybody would know that you ain't holy as you think you are, that you ain't the holy roller that your church and your pastor think you are because you doubted God. Ooh, 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 ooh. So so, so Gabriel says, so you're not going to be able to talk, bruh. You, you're not going to be able to say a word until until the day that this baby comes. So it was a long time the scripture says before Zechariah came out of the temple. But when he got out of the temple brother Rico guess what the man could not speak. Uh-huh, Zechariah Zachariah was trying to use his hands uh-huh, to make gestures to say what it was he wanted to say. And because of this I know the people were trying to figure out uh, what happened to Zachariah. He went in and he had a voice. He went in and he could talk, but when he came out, uh, he didn't have a word that he could say. It must have been a vision that he saw in the sanctuary. Oh, you see, we believe that even now there are some things, uh, Pastor Keith, that we can learn from Zachariah's story. And the first thing I'm going to tell you we can learn is that we can't um, and we should uh, and so we don't doubt uh, God's word. Uh, oh, that's the first thing? That's the first thing. Um, is somebody taking notes. Uh, you, 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 we can't doubt God's words. Uh, you see, let me tell you this. Uh, when God speaks, uh, we got to learn to believe uh, what he says. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In other words, you got to hear not just with your ears but faithful ears. Uh-huh, you got to hear it with faithful ears. You see, Zachariah was listening, but he was listening with his humanness. Oh, 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 you all ever listen with your humanness? You see, when you listen just with your humanness, you don't hear it like it ought to be heard. You you mess it up every now and then because you hear what human is. You see, he wanted Zachariah to understand the assignment and his will from his perspective just like he wants us to understand how he is moving and shaking in our own lives even when we don't believe it even when we have moments of doubt even when we have those moments when we say he couldn't have meant it what he said but in Zachariah's case you see he would not have sent the angel unless he wanted him to hear and believe so you say gotta it. hear it and believe it, what the messenger has to say. Oh, 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 you see, the message, the message from the angel, it sounded impossible. In Zechariah's mind, it sounded unbelievable in his ear and it was unachievable. But I read it in Mark, the 10th chapter, verse number 27. He says, But we know with God all things. possible. Oh, somebody better go there. Somebody better put a pin right there because I believe that every now and then God is going to show up with a message for your life that's going to look impossible. It's going to look unachievable. It's going to be unbelievable, but somebody better hang on to Mark's words uh, that with God, with God. All things are possible. Uh, Oh I know, I know, I I know that some of the things we believe God is asking of us uh, is more than what we can do. Uh uh Because it's going to take more than what we have. It's going to take more time than we believe we have. It's going to take more money than we believe we have. It's going to take more education than we believe we have. It's going to take more people than we believe we have. It's going to take more courage than we believe we have. even going to take more faith uh, than we believe you have but when God is speaking uh, something uh, that will take more than what you have uh, is how you will know uh, that it is of the Lord Uh, oh I believe I'm talking to somebody this morning uh, oh somebody needs to hear me this morning uh, there's somebody that God is messing with uh, in this house uh, on social media that God is asking you to do something uh, and you you don't think you have uh, what it takes oh, I believe I believe it I, I believe it this morning <laughs> hallelujah it's gonna take more it's gonna take more it's gonna take more than what you know but we came to tell somebody this morning uh, that just because it's gonna take more than what you got um, don't doubt the message uh, embrace it uh, and wait for God uh, to direct your path Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't doubt. Don't doubt. Don't doubt the message. Don't doubt the message. Okay, my second point is this when God speaks, listen. Come on. Uh 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 You see, in in our case, God would not allow circumstances certain circumstances unless he wanted us to hear him and do his will, Uh, not just question his will, but do his will. You see, God promises that we can gain wisdom and understanding when we listen to Him. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You see, you see, so you must hear with those faithful ears uh, uh-huh, your next assignment. Uh, because, because. Uh, I think of this often. We live in a world filled with distractions. Uh, I I think I, I think I'm right about it. I think somebody can co-sign uh, uh, with me on that this morning. Uh, and so because we are in a world filled with distractions and and all kinds of voices and and all kinds of information, uh, we must be intentional about our hearing from God. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 Reverend Burrell. We've got to be intentional. Uh, we have to create, y'all. Uh, check this out. We've got to create time and space uh, to hear from him. Uh, whether it's in the stillness of the morning or in the quietness of the evening, uh, you've got to create space and time to hear from God. Um, because when he speaks, um, we need to be in a posture and in a position uh, that is without distraction, uh, so that we may listen. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You notice? Um, you notice we don't say uh, pray, <laughs> because when you pray, uh, often we do all the. Talking. And when we are doing all the talking, we cannot be doing any listening. listening. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we have to create that time where we listen. So how should we listen? We told you already and we'll say it again. You have to listen with faithful ears because you never know when God is about to do his next move. Oh, oh, don't nobody in here, you don't want to miss it. I know, Karen, I know you don't want to miss God's next move for your life. And you must hear with faithful ears how the Holy Spirit, uh, is going to lead you, uh, guide you, uh, teach you, uh, and direct you uh, day by day. Uh, as you see, sometimes our problem is that we want to know uh, the big, huge, uh, you know, we want to know the 10-year plan. Uh, we want to know the five-year plan. But God works with us day by day. Oh yes he does. Ah, uh, don't 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 you get caught up and, and say yesterday was just like today uh, and ain't nothing big happening. Ah uh, something is happening, uh, but it's happening uh, little uh, by little, uh, oh, I know, I know, I on to something this morning. Uh, it's happening, Sister Monica, a step uh, at a time. Uh, oh, y'all better get this today. <laughs> you see, and since uh, I-, I listen to God, I-, I ask you, Do you hear? what I hear, and I'm not saying uh, that God says to you what he says to me, but I am asking are you hearing what God is saying to you in your situation, in your time perhaps of misunderstanding, when you can't even get yourself together, and you ask all the wrong questions of God, or has anybody asked God the wrong questions, Every now and then, uh, oh, I know we have. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So people of God, uh, when God is speaking, uh, our word to the house uh, is be listening. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, uh, that, that's just it. Um, our third point says when he speaks instruction, we got to obey. Oh, I know, I know. I know that's an old, outdated word. We don't like to use that very much in our in our 21st century living. You, you don't obey the police. You don't obey the teachers. You don't obey parents. So why would we obey God? Oh, what's a silly pastor. Huh? Where'd you get that from? It must have came out of that old book you've been reading. I still say that when he speaks your instruction, you better learn to obey. Ah, people of God, not only should we be listening when God is speaking, uh, but we got to do what he says. Uh, How do I know it? Uh, Because James wrote it a long time ago. uh, In James 1 and 22, uh, he said, you just not just be hearers of the word, uh, but do do us uh, also, uh, because if we fail to do it, uh, then we do what? We deceive ourselves. Uh, ah, come on, come on, come on, come on around here with me, because uh, I got some shepherds I want to show you something. Uh, if we look at our shepherds uh, out in the field, uh, oh, you all know the story. Uh, it's told in Luke uh, two eight through twenty. Uh, you see, they are out there keeping watch over the flock. Uh, and guess what, y'all? Now, here comes the angel of the Lord just like the angel came to Zechariah in his story and just same just like the angel came to good old Joseph in his sleep and just like the angel showed up and talked to little Mary. In this case the angel came and gave the instructions and gave the message to the shepherds and the angel told them that he came to give them great news that Jesus the Savior, the Messiah, was born in Bethlehem. And not only did they hear about the birth of Jesus, but they heard something else. And that is not only is he there, but you got to go. And when you get there, we want you to worship the one true and living God. Just so you know, I read in the Old Testament uh, that let everything uh, that hath breath uh, praise the Lord. Uh, Is anybody tracking with me this morning um, that we got to worship the Lord uh, in spirit and in truth? Uh, And you know what I love about the story is that he didn't go to the king's house. Ah, God that the angel didn't show up in all the big wigs and all the people in high positions but he showed up in a field where lowly shepherds were washing their flock they had no money they had no influence they didn't have no power but they had the word that the Savior was born Whoa, and they went, they went, they went. They went and they worshiped. And so the shepherds obeyed. They did what they heard from the angel that appeared to them. And they heard with the host of angels. And they were there in the multitude singing with the heavenly hosts. Oh, I believe they had a good time, Brother Rico. Oh, I believe they had a shouting good time. But our point this morning is that they heard God's word. They heard his word of instruction and they obeyed God for the Bible says that they turn they turn to do the will of God for we were created has anybody been created to worship our God so if you are like me You gotta do what God says we are to do. You're not just here, but you gotta take the next step and do it. Let me tell you, let me tell you real quick. Let me tell you real quick. I know, I know firsthand when God speaks a word of instruction in your life. That that I that that you gotta do what you're supposed to do, you see. It was a long, long time ago, back in June. I remember it uh, like it was yesterday. I, I was on my way to work, and I heard the voice of the Lord uh, say to me, "You gotta go to seminary." And I thought, for what? I, I don't. I had no intentions. I had no thoughts. But I heard the voice of the Lord. I didn't know why. Didn't know where. Well. Hallelujah didn't even know how it was going to be paid for. And at the moment, I didn't even know if my husband was going to be down with my assignment. But can I tell you, all I know is that he said for me to go. Well, can I tell you all, it took me a while. But God's words of instruction was never lost on me. I always kept it in the forefront of my mind. And when the time was right. Uh, Somebody said when the time was right the time was right when the time was right i went and guess what he carried me through and guess what pastor keith he was on board well before i even knew he was on board you see the lord he told me but he had already talked to him and so when it came out over the telephone when it came out he said i already know what you got to do what the Lord has told you. And so I went on, I finished the course, glory, I said glory to the name of our God. So I ask you, how has God spoken to you in your ordinary flow of life? I know he ain't just speaking to me. I know he's not just speaking to Pastor Keith. I know he's giving you some instructions. But my question this morning is, have you obeyed what God has given you? The shepherds, the shepherds, the shepherds obeyed because they went to see baby Jesus who was found laying in a manger as he was told that they would, be just like they said, they would find him. There he was with his earthly father, Joseph, and his earthly mother, Mary. And the Bible says that they praised and they glorified God for all the things that they had heard were just like it had been told. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So we got to listen. Hallelujah. We got to we gotta follow God's instruction and obey. But the first, fourth, third thing I'm going to tell you is that God speaks favor to our lives. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know we got some favored folks in here already. I, I can see favor just all, 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 all on you. Um, you see, when you hear and you pay attention to what God wants you to do in your life, Um, there you can find favor uh, with God. Um, And you can find favor uh, by God. Uh, What are you talking about? Well, 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 the story goes, uh, in Luke 1 and 26, uh, uh, the Bible records um, a conversation um, between the angel uh, and a little girl named Mary. Uh, Mary was most favored by God. Um, As a matter of fact, um, if you look back, she is one of the most highly favored women ever. You see, that's why our Catholic brothers and sisters, they venerate Mary. What do you mean, Pastor? Well, they see her as an object to be revered. I think I'm right about it. With with, with our Catholic brothers and sisters, Mary has a special status. Yes, she does. Unequaled admiration and respect greater than any other Saint, uh huh. But, but 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 now we are not trying to compare you or or me or any of us uh, to the Virgin Mary. Uh, but we want you to know that just as he sent the angel uh, to speak to Mary, um, or like he sent the angel to speak to Joseph, uh, if God is speaking to you, um, when God speaks to you, um, when you determine how he speaks to you, uh, you can. Expect a few things. That is, you can expect to find yourself in the favor of our God. And that means spiritually favor, you'll find physical favor. Ah, I believe sometimes you'll find financial favor. You'll even get some emotional favor. You'll get some relational favor. And even in your work life. Yeah, even that place that you don't even like to go five days a week. But you can still find out that favor is still all over you. Is there a witness in the house this morning? What what, what am I saying? I'm telling you, church, that the Lord will be with you. Do you want to know why? Yeah, yeah. Man, hallelujah, because God is. He's still speaking, y'all. It goes back to what we told you. Let me say it again. God is still speaking. And see, he may not send an angel to deliver the message. In other words, you may not wake up and find Gabriel standing at the foot of your bed, but I can tell you that he will still speak in your circumstances, that he will still speak in your dreams without the interpretation of the angel. He will speak to you in your issues of life and guess what I got some great news. Jesus has the capacity and the ability and the desire to bless you in ways that you can't even imagine. Oh, I've seen him do some stuff that will blow your ever loving mind. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You see, when you hear what I hear about Jesus, you won't doubt God. When you hear what I hear about God, you will stay in faith. And when you hear what I hear about the Holy Spirit, you won't fear where you are in your life. Because can I tell somebody that even if you are standing in a pit right now, even if you feel like you're in the valley of the shadow of death right now, even if you believe life is too much and it's too hard right now, what we know is that God can find you in the pit, and you can still find favor in your pit. You can still find favor in the valley, and you can still have favor in your hard places right now. Oh, I'm talking to myself right now. I'm just letting y'all peek into my sermon. This is my message. If you don't get it, I get it. Is anybody here me right now. You see, when you hear what I hear, you will keep believing, even when it doesn't look so good, even when it doesn't sound so good. When you hear what I hear, you will keep trusting in Jesus, the Messiah, the great I am. When you hear what I hear, you will know that He is always, I said always, I said said always, I need to get through to somebody this morning. I said always, he will always be right there with you. So what am I saying to you? On this Christmas message morning, we want to say to you that you got to take heed in this season. I know, I know, I know, bro CJ, that we're in a season amid the hustle and the bustle of shopping and buying, rapping stringing lights, and trimming trees to hear the voice of the Lord. I know it might be hard, but can I tell you something? He still speaks. Oh, God. I hope we told you something this morning. Just as he spoke through the angel Gabriel to Mary, Joseph, Zechariah, and the shepherds, he just might, he just might, Sister Leona, he just might be speaking to you in this season uh, no doubt his word um, uh, can, I, can, I, can I tell you what came up when I thought about it uh, you see the saints of old used to sing that song um, you can't make me doubt him you can't make me doubt him because I know too much about him and you can't make me doubt him in my heart. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Somebody need to grab a hold of that. Turn that into your theme song for 2022. You see, when he speaks, y'all, I told you we got to listen. When he gives you instructions, can I just admonish somebody to, to follow them to the end. Don't deviate to the left nor to the right, but follow Jesus. You see, you never know when the Lord will pour out his his favor all over your life, Brother Sultan. You see, his message, the message may not sound possible. As a matter of fact, it might even seem illogical. But our message to the house is, listen as the Lord So this Christmas season, when people ask you, what did you get for Christmas? I want you all to tell them, I got the favor of the Lord. I got the favor of the Lord. Because I listened. Because I didn't doubt. Because I obeyed. And I followed his instruction. Goodness, I'm gonna be like David. Goodness and mercy are gonna follow me all the days of my life. Do you hear? Do you hear? Do you hear what I hear? In Jesus' name, somebody in the church, let me hear your holler. Amen. Amen. It is so. Glory, glory, glory to his name.